You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Mary, I'm checking the news everywhere after Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. I'm just afraid I've been booted off a of sibling talk. You've been you've been canceled. I've been canceled. So they say, I I really am surprised that that uh, Fox is so woke. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You no, know, who knew that they would be uh, be woke? Okay, the true true answer here, please. Were you surprised that Tucker was gone? Stunned. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I was, and uh, as you know, the way I get my news is you send me texts. And, right. I, I am breaking news. Yeah. And I looked down and I said, Tucker Carlson is gone, I think you said, or something yeah. like that. And I thought, are you messing with me? Okay, so what are you what are you thinking? Is this the beginning of a house cleaning? What what's going on here that the top rated cable news network just got rid of its biggest star, a guy who must generate massive amounts of cash. Well, I don't think so because it's just not, I mean, this is of a pattern for Fox. If you think back to when they let go Bill O'Reilly, remember him? Yeah. Fair and balanced guy. Yeah. And, um, he was before Tucker, the biggest ratings guy. He was their star. But he, um, you know, obviously engaged in the conduct that Rupert Murdoch cannot tolerate, which is he became the story, right? He thought he was bigger and more important than Fox. And so he had to go. And I don't know whether, you know, there's been mixed reporting, and I think all of these things are true. I think he, um, some of the texts that were released when he, that he was saying things like, you know, these, the, the bosses of Fox are messed up. They called the election for Biden. They're ruining our brand. They're hurting us. So he's criticizing top guys, i.e. Rupert Murdoch. And also, you know, this lawsuit by that that woman's name, Greenberg or whatever, where she's suing for a hostile work environment. And they know that's going to cost them some money and is going to embarrass them even further. And maybe if that thing goes on, Tucker's conduct is going to cause Murdoch to be deposed again, which he doesn't like. And maybe they started to see Tucker, even though he does speak for the base, as hurting the brand and hurting the company. And in the end of the day, I think this reporting is correct, that Rupert Murdoch made the decision, this guy's not worth it. Well, you know, I think you're right on all those things. I, you know, in any decision like this, 
a lot of things come to bear and there just wasn't much to redeem Tucker. But I in particular think you're right on what you began with, that Rupert does not want any uh, commentator, anybody on his network to become bigger than the net network. And I'm going to use kind of a strange comparison, but I think it fits. It's been interesting. I'm going to go to Broadway musical theater, always my comparison. <laughs> uh, it's interesting when you look at the musicals that are produced by Disney, let's say Lion King, uh, for instance. Nobody ever knows who stars in Lion King. Nobody can even name an actor who's in there. Maybe somebody in their career that that go on. And that's not true of a lot of musical shows. Uh, for instance, uh, Hugh Jackman just had huge success in The Music Man. But when Hugh Jackman left the show, the show closed. Because if you want to just go and see Music Man, you could see it at your high school. What you wanted to do was see Hugh Jackman. But Disney has realized along the way, we don't want stars in there. We want this thing to go on and on. It's a Disney show, and it's a brand all to itself. I don't think that's too far away from Rupert Murdoch and Fox. Fox goes on and on and on. And if you get to the point where you're both becoming bigger, and frankly, you're becoming a liability, I don't care how many dollars you generate, you got to go. Yeah, and, you know, they'll find somebody else for that slot. I mean, the, the formula that makes uh, Fox successful, it does require those big names, but they can make a big name. And when O'Reilly left and they put Tucker in that slot, people were like, Tucker, he's kind of like, you know, I don't know, he's a bow tie, kind of weird guy. But Tucker was able to speak with all his weird conspiracy uh, replacements theory stuff to the audience. And I don't know, obviously, you and I don't know Tucker Carlson, but it seemed very performative. And he figured what he needed to say to become famous, and he said it. And he didn't care one way or another. And, you know, one thing that the Dominion discovery did prove to us is that Tucker doesn't believe anything he's saying or anything that the network is selling. All well, they're doing is making sure that the audience, the consumers of their um, vitriol stays with them. Well, and Tucker found a really great recipe. Other people have had, had this if you don't believe in anything at all, you can say whatever you want to. You know, you really get hamstrung when you got to stay with your principles. But he set himself free from, from that. I guess that's why he could cozy up to Donald Trump so well. So well. Although we find out from the uh, texts and the emails, he didn't even like Donald Trump. Yeah, so I mean... So the thing about it, and it is a big story, it's more of a big media story, but it's a big political story as well, because what it seems to 
show to us, which I think we already suspected, is that that is um, a news, I mean, I use that word <laughs> um, loosely. It's a, it's a cable station that its whole point is to stay in business regardless of what it has to do and say to do that. So I was uh, likening that in a conversation I had over the last couple of days with someone to McDonald's. In other words, the CEO of McDonald's probably doesn't eat McDonald's, I'm guessing. I always tell the story about going to a meeting at McDonald's with the, all these executives, and they were all so thin and fit. And I thought, these guys aren't eating McDonald's. And then when they served lunch, it won't McDonald's. It was like healthy food. But they, their business is selling Big Macs, and they're going to sell Big Macs they don't care who eats them, and they don't care what the health consequences of it is. And I think it's similar to that. They don't believe the stuff they're saying on Fox News. They don't live in that world of the people who watch Fox News. But it's their business model, and they're going to keep saying what they need to stay, say to make money. Exactly right. It's like somebody told me once, as a business philosophy, he said, Here's the employee that so many of us know and have had. I come into my job today, and when I get there, I do what I did yesterday. And the reason I do that is so I can come back tomorrow and do it again then. Right? Right. And then I make hamburgers today the same way I made them yesterday so I can come back and make more of them tomorrow. But that's what the corporate mission is. And you're really right. You know, it's so hard to class Fox News. Uh, people do want to see it as propaganda or swaying to something. But I think you have to believe in something to care enough to do propaganda. I guess, finally, uh, you could call it entertainment, only barely that. It seems like it's just real planned addiction to make certain that you, the audience, come back tomorrow to hear us say the same thing we said yesterday. Yeah, and, and you know, that when you think about the three major um, cable news networks, which would be Fox, CNN, and MSNBC, I was really surprised when they were, um, this was in the Times today, they had a chart of the numbers of viewers of the eight o'clock hour and Tucker's was like three million and um, MSNBC was about a million and CNN not too far off of that. So you have five million people that watch that kind of programming at night and Fox News is the leader of that group which tells me that there are three million people like you have said this story before right about People who just turn on that news at night, or maybe all day, I don't know, but at night and watch it. And do they care if it's Tucker or they care if somebody is willing to just tell those stories or explain the world to them in the way that Tucker was explaining the world? So when you think of what Tucker's big shticks were, one of them was the replacement theory thing, that the Democrats 
are bringing foreigners in, are opening the borders so that they can create new voters. So that's how they're going to win. They're going to win through demographics. That was a big uh, through line for Tucker. But anybody can say that stuff, maybe not with the kind of smarmy way that Tucker does, but they'll find somebody. And that's what the audience wants because they're looking for some somebody to explain the world to them in a way that makes sense. The, the world is changing. The demographics of the United States are changing. And I want to know why I'm not winning in that change. And yeah. that's, that's the story that's being told. And that's the market that Fox has found in the same way that McDonald's has found a market for people that need quick, dependable food. And they don't care that much about the consequences of it. Just like Fox Nor's viewers care about the consequences of their viewpoint. Maybe, no, that, maybe I'm not being fair. I mean, I have thought about this a lot the yeah. last few days, but it's the way it feels to me. Well, it is. And keeping up our McDonald's uh, uh, comparison, you know, sometimes you want something quick, easy. You don't have to give it a lot of thought. And like weirdly kind of satisfying. And mm -hmm. at McDonald's, I mean, that's a Big Mac uh, there. Or if you're like me, you go with the number seven combination, two cheeseburgers there, which is always an old favorite. You go with that. The news equivalent to that is lead your hour with Hunter Biden. It is cheap, quick, and kind of oddly satisfying in a way. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, a, it's something... It's just news, it's information, it's a narrative more than anything that explains the world to people who just, you know, this is not a criticism. It's like, I don't understand why my dad could have that job and do that and he didn't have to compete with all these, what you call women and uh, minorities and could live a life, the American life, the white Christian American life. And why is that slipping away? It's because those evil Democrats have a plan to take that away from me. Now, that's a view of the world, but you've got to get that view fed to you in the same way that we're talking about McDonald's. And again, I'm, you know, I apologize to McDonald's. They may think that's a really unfair comparison. But it, ma it makes sense to me. It does. And remember, even at McDonald's, like once or twice a year, there's something really wonderful and exciting. The McRib. <laughs> with, with the pickles on it there. That, that is a feast. By the way, I know we got to close, but I want to make a total non-connection. Don Lemon got fired like within, what, an hour or so of Tucker. And I will say here, from what I can tell, it's got absolutely nothing to do with Tucker. It was it, just a different deal. It has nothing to do with it, except if I were paranoid about wokeism, meaning um, how do you operate in a civilized world? Don Lemon, the way I understand it, and it obviously hasn't gotten the coverage that Tucker has, he also... Um, said things that were not okay, were inappropriate, you know, were very misogynistic. 
and he was hurting CNN's brand. Very different brand than Fox, but he was hurting the brand. He wasn't a big enough star to keep, but they let go of their really big star, which was Chris Cuomo, for the same thing. So the word to all of these broadcasters are, you're just an employee. And if you're going to hurt our brand, you're going to be gone. And that applies to everybody, except you, Rachel. You're above it all. <laughs> Somehow she seems like that. You know? I think so. Talk to you later. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.